Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, that's Vince Taglia via, this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you every Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m., Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesday, subject to change. I hope everybody is doing well out there. hope everybody had a great weekend. And uh, if you are new here to the Red Pill Project, the Daily Dose, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, coming to the world, the usurping of the United States Constitution, the undermining of our rights, our freedoms, our liberty, our sovereignty, the takeover of humanity by a global elite few who consider themselves a global elite few. Uh, the infiltration of all of our various different social systems and the takedown of our supply chain and our infrastructure leading to global economic collapse and eventuality of World War III. And if you saw the title for tonight's show, it's called Fight for Humanity and Fight for Humanity it is because there's a lot of different things to talk about pertaining to um, what's happening in the world right now. And although there might not be a lot of breaking news happening, there's a lot of things happening with current news that we've already been talking about. Now, um, I, I, I tend to watch some, you know, TikTok every once in a while. I get some clips. Yeah. Um, you know, if I like the clip, I'll go watch the full episode. I don't have the the luxury to go out there and watch full redacted episodes, full Glenn Beck episodes or Bongino, who are the bigger dudes, you know, and out there in broadcasting who have a lot of really good connections. But Same. I caught this clip clip of Bongino today and I started listening to him. And I'm like, he's, he's talking about what we've been talking about for years. Here we go. He, he, Dan Bongino. No, this is not a good thing. Dan <laughs> Bongino has finally entered the realm of the red pill. And uh, I, I actually sent him a message. I'm like, Dan, because uh, there's some information that he's missing. And I'm going to go over that missing information tonight uh, of what Dan Bongino was missing pertaining to what he was talking about here. It's about a 10 minute video, this clip, but it is highly informative. And if you're a person that likes to dig, uh, I would recommend taking some notes. There's a lot of information here. Um, but I'm going to, I might pause halfway through and go into the narrative and remind everybody kind of maybe the things that he's hinting at. He's going to mention some names. He's going to mention some things that are occurring. Uh, this is something that I've been looking at for a very, very long time and been putting together. And I, I've had some really good connections over the years. I've had some really good people provide me some intel. I've had, you know, back in my older days when I was in the active duty military, I, I, I was in organizations, conservative organizations, truth organizations, part of the Ron Paul movement. I, I met a lot of good people who kind of put me on the right path, who, who gave me some information. We saw it firsthand happening in the military. And so uh, I'm going to play this clip and I might just stop it as we go through. Okay. But I, I, I want to kind of just set the path for the discussion that we're going to have tonight because I think that this is a critical discussion so everybody understands what's going on. And it goes back to something that I said a few months ago. It goes back to something that I said years ago. It goes back to things that I've been talking about for years. Okay? So I'm yeah. going to bring this, uh, this clip up, and uh, we're going to go ahead and share audio. We're going to bring this up. 
All right, let's listen to Dan Bongino here. Gather the pieces that they have some information about a pending national, international emergency. And they're not telling us because they don't want people to panic. I'm going to add to this story in a second what some, a new detail, because you may have heard this the other day on the show, but I'm going to repeat it again. I want you to tie all these stories together, and you tell me what the government knows. Red State, Jennifer Van Lars, fantastic. Remember the defector, Dong Jingwei from China, upper-level, high-level Chinese Communist Party defector? He comes to the United States. Well, Van Lars reported in Red State. A Chinese defector comes over, and, he, and he, he's talking to these two scientists. He's now being debriefed by our intelligence agencies. It was a good thing, right? We want to know what's up with the Communist Chinese Party. But as Van Law reported, I'll go to the next screenshot, that he spoke with two scientists. Why he spoke with these two scientists, I'm not sure. But the two scientists that this Chinese Communist Party high-level defector spoke to are Stephen Quay, who we know, he's been on my show, and a physics professor, Richard Muller. Why he spoke to this guy Muller, I have no idea. I don't know what the connection is, and I don't understand it. But as I covered the other day, why is it that the same Richard Mueller, who's alleged to have spoken to the Chinese Communist Party defector, then writes a piece in the Wall Street Journal about World War III being fought with a massive computer virus and an actual biological virus by the Chinese Communist Party? My question is, if the government doesn't know this, then how does Richard Mueller? Is that, am I explaining that well? Mueller clearly knows something. It says in the piece, if it's accurate, that he was talking to the Chinese Communist Party defector. Okay, so what, what he's talking about here is Richard Mueller had been talking to the Chinese Communist Party defector. And Richard Mueller, who is a professor at uh, Cal Berkeley, right, yes. has known to work with the Defense Intelligence Agency from time to time. Now... Okay. What I find interesting is he's a he's a, a high energy plasma physicist. I did a little research on him, and this is uh, this is from Mueller. Uh, this is uh, Livermore National Laboratories, and this is an ass end of uh, kind of a, a test and some research that he was putting out there. Now, what's interesting is he utilizes Roswell, New Mexico, as this precursor, and he discusses UFOs and debunking Roswell, the not debunk Roswell, keeps it open for speculation mm -hmm. um, and, and everything else. He talks about UFOs, how they might be traveling, all these types of things. So who is Richard Moeller? Well, he's obviously working for the Defense Intelligence Agency. He's a high energy physicist. He works for the Department of Energy at Livermore National Laboratories. He's a professor at Cal Berkeley. Um, he is someone that the DIA would most likely bring in on this occurrence to look at some high level technology. Okay. And then Stephen or Dr. Stephen Quay is the same thing. He's a, a, a medical doctor. He deals with viruses, immunology, these types of things. He would be another person they bring in to look at these high level types of information. Well, what did his article in the wall street journal have to say? Well, I got the article pulled up. I subscribe to the wall street journal. So you don't have to, <laughs> um, the World War III will be fought with viruses. Two-front biological and cyber attack would lead to U.S. defeat before we know what hit us. Uh, and I'm not signed in. Oh, actually, I am. Why is not let me read this? Well, anyways, I had it up on my phone. I read the article. But he goes in to talk about how we have been infiltrated within our critical infrastructure already by China. And that the coronavirus was the first indication of a bioweapon that could be utilized against humanity.
Now, we had just this weekend Robert F. Kennedy talking about how these are genetically targeted bioweapons. Where have I heard that before? When we go back to the 72 biolabs in Ukraine that were developing genetically targeted bioweapons for the people in the Donbass region that were specifically targeted towards the Russian ethnic at Russian ethnicity. Yes. Okay, and these biolabs are all over the world. So we, we knew that this type of weaponry could be created. Now, Robert F. Kennedy talks a little bit more about how it targeted specifically Caucasians um, and African-Americans where it didn't target Ashkenazi Jews and a few other people. And obviously the New York Times and everybody else took that way out of context. Okay, so that's just a little background on kind of what Bongino is saying. Let's go back to the video. Let's listen to more. Is there a plan in the works right now to hit us with another massive virus and then hit us with a computer virus attack as well to shut down our hospitals when it's happening? If you go back to the origination of the Firestorm event, isn't this exactly what we talked about? We yep. talked about a bioweapon being utilized at humanity prior to an election year. At the same time, the grid gets taken down. Okay. Let it continue. Folks, I ask you that. Well, why are you repeating the story for the other day? Because I'm telling you, the sign. I mean, how many signs do you need here from yesterday? U.S. government emails hacked and suspected Chinese espionage campaign. The new penetration has prompted alarm amongst officials and security researchers. Part of an espionage campaign compromising valuable information belonging to the U.S. government. Okay, this is important because there's something else actually going on here. And I want to bring up one thing real quick. Um, where is it? I just had that up. There's another article that I had up that pertains specifically to those emails. Um, there it is. We're going to go all the way over here. And I got to bring this up. Now, if you're watching the news today, you saw this. Typo sends mil millions of U.S. military emails to Russian ally in Mali. Okay. Wow. Millions of U.S. military emails have been mistakenly sent to Mali, a Russian ally, because of a minor typing error. Emails intended for the U.S. military's .mil domain have, for years, for years, been sent to the West African country, which ends its .ml suffix. Some of the emails reportedly contain sensitive information, such as password, medical records, and itineraries of top officers. The Pentagon said it had taken steps to address the issue. No, so wow, odd that we find out that China has. So, if you go back a few months ago, too, is that China has been in our in our system, and they've been in. And we find out again just last week that China had hacked an email exploit uh, within U.S. DOD um, and national laboratory servers. Then today, it's just, you know, just just released. Oh, by the way, we had this one problem where we sent millions of emails to Mali. Really? And so you're telling me those emails weren't intercepted by a, a secondary exchange server, which was picking them all up and... Mali was simply the arbitrary uh, receiver of them and that that exploit was not programmed in by some hacker to produce that exploit. Ooh, now we get back into the email thing because who else was running an email scam? We'll, we'll get Hillary. into that here in a little. Yeah, we'll get into that here in a minute. Let's go back to Dan Bongino's video, video because guess what? This all has to do with that. Wow.
Ladies and gentlemen, if there's going to be a two-fold attack and Mueller's onto something, the same Mueller who allegedly spoke to Dong Jingwei, the Chinese Communist Party spy, speaking to us, has the Chinese Communist Party been inside our systems for a long time? So Dong Jingwei, by the way, if you remember this, um, he came, he exiled to America, I think in 2018 under the Trump administration, he was a high level Chinese communist party official. Um, and he came forth with information pertaining to weapons capabilities and all these types of things and plans that the Chinese communist party was going to do. He was debriefed by two doctors at the defense intelligence agency, Gui and Mueller. So keep that in mind. This guy knows what China was doing. You understand what that means? That means they may have a map of all of our IT critical infrastructure getting ready to snap and shut us down the minute they launch a biological virus attack. Uh, uh, call me a conspiracy theorist all you want. The guy's a physics professor, Mueller. He wrote the piece, not me. It's not Wall Street Journal by Dan Bongino. I'm just putting the pieces together as, as a crazy investigator. Look, there's a piece right there. World War III, before with viruses by Richard Mueller. It's not my piece. Folks, just put the pieces together. The government knows something they're not telling us. Here, here's another one. Put up that Fox News piece. Fox. Congressman has a grim take after access to UFO footage. Oh, UFO. No, no, forget the UFO thing for a minute. He says we can't handle it. This Republican congressman, the guy's not a Democrat, Tim Burchett, said during a podcast appearance about possible alien tech, quote, we can't handle it. We couldn't fight them off if we wanted to. That's why I don't think they're a threat to us or they would have already been. Why am I tying this into the Chinese Communist Party story? Because, folks, there's this assumption this is alien tech. I don't believe that. I just don't. So Dan Bongino doesn't believe that, that this is alien tech. Let's the think virus about news? this. Let's just think about this for a minute. What do we know that is coming out right now with the UFO disclosure information? Right? You have David Grush that came out last month talking about uh, craft that had crashed. Some had just been left there. Some we found buried. Okay. Um, that we have been had programs to reverse engineer this tech. It moves interdimensionally, right? Highly sophisticated. Um, what do we know about the history of this tech? Well, we know that people who have worked on this stuff before have said that there's too compartmentalized. We'll never reverse engineer it in its current state. We have to get out of the black budget projects. We have to get into the universities. I put together so nicely something that even the mainstream hasn't picked up on yet. And that was this, is that the SAP programs and or originator control emails that Hillary Clinton was forwarding to a Chinese email address, a, a, an email address, Gmail address that had a Chinese company's name on it. Okay. That these emails on th page, 30, uh, page 302 of the Horowitz report, um, this was testified in Congress with uh, Inspector General of the Intelligence Committee, McCullough, okay, that these were Oricon and SAP programs. And people ask, well, what was in them? Well, we don't know because they were acid washed, they were destroyed, and they were deleted, and nobody has those emails. Well, 
Let me ask you this. If those emails were pertaining to SAP programs, special access programs or originator control programs that dealt with the retrieval of alien craft that the technology was being released to certain professors and universities for reverse engineering through SAP programs administered through the National Science Foundation, through DARPA, the DOD, and the DOE, do you think that they would want those emails released in the sense of Hillary Clinton's name? No, they wouldn't want those released not. anyway. It doesn't matter who the perpetuator is. Those emails will never be released, hence why they were destroyed. But what do we know is the contents of those emails was the professors and the universities that was working on these projects who then for, then became compromised by the Chinese Com uh, Communist Party under Barack Obama, Okay. This was under many of the different educational exchange programs that Barack Obama created in 2008, 2009 with China itself. We know this because in 2018, when Donald Trump comes into power, Donald Trump and Mike Pompeo immediately shut down those programs and arrest over 32 professors within a three-year period. Every single one of those professors were arrested for tax evasion and fraud and had what National Science Foundation grants DARPA grants, DOE grants, and DOD grants. These were SAP programs that they were working on. They all worked on space material systems, nanotechnology, advanced propulsion systems, um, advanced energy systems. You have high energy plasma physics. That was the projects that these guys were working on. They were all going over to China. Why? Because China went and targeted those people specifically because they found their names within the emails Hillary Clinton sent over on the, or, the, the, uh, the Orcon and the SAP program emails that she sent to China. China then went, funded those universities, brought those professors over, and got the technology. Now, the one professor that we know that got the ass end of this was, uh, what's his name, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, not, I want to say Mueller because we're talking about Mueller here. Um, the Harvard professor, Dr. Charles Lieber. And this was with nanotechnology, which some of that technology we know was utilized in the development of what? The graphene oxide type technology that is utilized within the mRNA vaccines. Okay. So now that we know all that, Bruchette wow. is all about this too. Let's listen to more. So Dan Bongino is saying, I don't think it's alien tech. Dan, it is alien tech. I'm telling you wholeheartedly. You want me to explain it to you? I will put down the whole timeline. Invite me on your show. I will come on. I will lay it out for you. This is absolutely alien tech. And that's what this whole battle is about. It's a control of technology. And there might be more to it than that. Let's listen to what else Dan Bongino has to say. I believe it's Chinese Communist Party tech. Occam's razor, man. Apply the explanation that requires the least amount of assumptions. Is it space aliens who we don't even, we haven't even figured out how they could fly faster than the speed of light? Or is it the Chinese Communist Party that's figured out some technology we just don't understand? Folks, the government is not telling us something, man. That's why I can't emphasize enough. You need to get your butts prepared today. Emergency food, emergency supply of water, water filtration, some bleach for some cleaning, learn how to use it. You can get yourself some GPS, two-way communicators. I know Garmin is a good one, so you can talk to people in an emergency. It doesn't require a cell tower. Use a satellite. Then get it. Get yourself some charcoal, way to start a fire, some seeds if you can. You call me crazy all you want, liberals. I give zero shits about that. 
They know something. This guy didn't write this piece in the Wall Street Journal for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. It only makes sense if you put the pieces together. Uh, thank you. But, folks, the biggest skeptic on planet Earth is Guy. Guy doesn't believe anything until you... Guy is like doubting Thomas. Like You got to like stand right in front of Guy and deliver it to him on a silver platter. Even Guy just said it. He's like, I didn't buy any of this shit until I started working here. And now I'm like, you know what? The guy's not crazy. I'm just telling you what other people are saying. Guy talks to Chinese Communist Party defector, writes an article about a biological computer attack. The government admits our computers were attacked. And then they're saying there's technology out there we can't handle. Oh, shit. I don't know. Maybe we should ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Worst case scenario, you spend a couple thousand dollars on survival equipment you throw out one day. I'm, I know it's a lot of money. Believe me, I don't underestimate that. But you know what's even worse? Dying. And it violates the first rule of the Dan Bongino show, which is don't get dead. Here, here's a pretty serious guy. You know, Rubio and I don't agree on everything. He's my senator down here in Florida, one of them. I don't agree on everything. I don't like a lot of his, uh, you know, tax stuff plans, but that's fine. I met him. He's been a nice guy to me. He's, no one says he's not a serious guy. Here's Rubio on the Hannity show talking about the UFO thing, too. Like, yeah, yeah, it's probably pretty serious. Either we got crazy people in the government or this is real. Take a listen. You're in, in the Foreign Affairs Committee and you're really involved in foreign affairs. There have been a lot of articles lately about UFOs. I know this is this question is a little out there. Is there any truth to any of this? Well, we don't know. All I've said is we have people that have very high clearances, both today and in the past, who did really important work for our government or continue to do important work for the government, who have come forward with some claims about the U.S. having in the past recovered exotic materials and then reverse engineered those materials to make advances in our own defenses and technologies. That's the claim they make. Now, I don't know if those claims are true or not. What I do know is that one of two things is happening here. Either we, either they're telling the truth, and that is something that obviously would be uh, the, the biggest story in human history, or we have people in really important positions of government who are crazy and who are out there making up stories <laughs> and, and who are still in positions of importance. Either one is a big problem. So we've got to figure out which one of these two it is, because uh, the, the second one in particular would be very troubling. Listen, all I'm asking of you in the audience, because I know there's some pro and anti-Rubio guys, just forget that for a second. Don't don't pencil yourself into what is Gutfeld called it, like the uh, the, the the two two whatever two, something like binary, something binary. I don't even know what it is, but it's a good point he makes. Don't pencil in a good guy, bad guy. In other words, I don't like Rubio, so I'm going to disregard all that. What he's saying there is, makes perfect sense. Either people in the government have opened this up to the biggest scandal in human history, that there's tech out there we can't handle. Forget if it's alien or not. It doesn't matter. All that matters is we can't handle it. It's a threat. Is it aliens or China? Who cares? All that matters is, quote, Tim Burchett, congressman, we can't handle it. Or there's crazy people in the government, which is a big problem, too. Now, how do I know, too, that something's up? I'm just reading the signs all over that the government is not telling us something about an increasingly perilous situation. Here's an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, which, believe me, was probably incentivized by some sincere government concern right now about what's going on with Russian 6,000 nuclear weapons. Wall Street Journal, David Gomper, Russia's nukes after Putin. You're probably thinking like, oh, Russia's got this big, long chain of command like we do to launch nukes. The president does this, notifies SecDef, notifies the uh, 
uh, some general who notifies the people operating the nukes. Well, that's the U.S. system. This Wall Street Journal piece was fascinating. That's not the Soviet system, excuse me, the Russian system. The Russian general staff, the general staff can initiate a missile launch without the permission of political authorities. Now, why is that important, Vince? The missile aspect of it? It won't be Putin's decision. What happened last month? The coup. The failed coup. Why were they trying to coup on Russia? I think it Because if, if Putin gets taken out, Russia now becomes a rogue nation. Article 5 of NATO comes into action. Okay? Let's look yeah. at the signs of... And, and that's all we need to play with the Bongino piece there. Let, let's start looking at the signs of the things that are happening right now. Okay? Yeah, let's do it. Wow. So we have the failed foreign U.S. Foreign Services, Israeli Foreign Services coup on uh, Wagner with uh, Perushkin, um, and he back betrayed them. Now he's in Bel uh, Bel Bel Belarus, not Belarus, Belarus, with strategic positioning. They said beginning of August they're going to be in perfect positioning on Kiev. Uh, Kiev is desperate at these points. We just saw. Zelensky at the NATO meeting, basically on his knees, begging for money, cocaine, and drugs and, and weapons. Um, we just have this. Uh, we'll talk about the the bridge bombing that just happened a few uh, a little while ago. Um, Joe Biden just authorized three thousand troops into Europe. This is not the first deployment of these troops into Europe. Um, you only start staging troops in a theater when you're preparing for war. Okay. Now, also, what else do we know that they're doing over there in the sense of, of troops? Is there anything else that they're, they're sending over there that we should know about? Jets. Tanks. That's right. More people. They're sending more jets, more tanks, and more people. Now, they're saying that these are going to be given to Ukraine, right? There's the article I'm looking for. They said this is going to be given to Ukraine. Then we saw this one today, the Joe Biden, U.S. deploys F-16 squadrons to the Persian Gulf to protect ships from Iranian seizures. So now we have F-16 squadrons in the Persian Gulf to protect from Iranian seizures. Who's Iran's uh, number one ally? Russia and Iran and Syria, right? Mm. And these carry nukes, by the way, or they can. Yes. And this is the, the Protect the Straits of Hormuz, which is one of the massive major shipping lanes of traffic in the Persian Gulf. We have Joe Biden saying that he's going to send F-16s to Ukraine. But Ukraine pilots are not trained on F-16s. And it's going to take another six months to 12 months to even get them into the training simulators. So who's going to fly them? Guys, they're prepping the theater for war. The U.S. tanks, the F-16s, all the munitions that are going over there. Yeah, Ukraine's using them, but they're not for them. They're for our people. They're getting everything over there so they're ready for war. How do we know this? What are, what are some other global indicators that this war is potentially coming? Vince. Economically, yeah. economically, yeah. every central bank has a reserve of gold, correct? 
Yes. And most of those central banks have lots of gold, which they hold in various remote locations, typically like uh, the London Metals Exchange, the Perth Mint, or these big vaults that can hold on to it. Right. Just last week, we reported that the majorities of the BRICS nation countries and Western world countries, central bank, have started recalling all of their reserve gold back to their home countries. Why is that? Because if a country falls, you don't want your gold to be in that vault. That's what happened to the Nazis. Yeah, they want to protect their assets. That's right. They want to protect their assets. Well, why would they have the fear to protect their assets? They know what's coming down. Well, they know what's next. Just last weekend, we had uh, Colonel McGregor, who is former uh, Army Intel. We had uh, General... Flynn, who's former head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, the the country's former top spy, both say a black swan event is coming. Okay. We have Dr. Uh, Rima Libo was just joined Alex Jones for a two-hour live special yesterday. And she says that the globalists are getting ready for the next phase of global depopulation. Okay. Now, do you know who uh, Rima Lebeau is? No, I never heard of her. I don't think. Let's watch this uh, this clip of her in 2010 on the show Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. And listen to what she says. These people have no affiliation to a religion, no affiliation to a nation, no affiliation to a political party. They are acting according to their own rules and their rules are not the ones that the institutions we believe in adhere to and you're saying these people mean genocide the swine flu is one catalyst remember if you're a genocidalist you have to work really hard to kill six billion people as a military person somebody trained as a seal you know that the seals might be able to carry out the job but you also had backup and collateral strength how powerful are the Bilderbergs or the people above them in the world not as powerful as we the people in the aggregate are when we raise our voices every single time they step back the problem is the dirty little secret is that we have that power they don't want us to know that we have that power her warning delivered dr labo heads back to her hideaway in the mountains of panama her message is clear it's up to everyone else to decide what to do with her information. People have been talking for years about secret groups that pull the strings and rule the world. And for a long time it was rumors and crazy talk of men having secret meetings. But we found out that the Bilderberg group is the real deal. We can put faces to the rumors. Okay. It's such a good show. And so doc- Dr. Libo. She's yeah. also the one who kind of first helped blow the whistle on something known as Agenda 21 and Codex Alimentarius. Codex Alimentarius being the takeover of the global food supply chain system through the um, the big agro and big pharma. Mm. This woman has been spot on right. And now she's saying that they're losing. Exactly what we've been saying. The globalists are losing. They're losing the information war because you and I have won that. We have we have 
fought our asses off to get to this level to where we are putting this information out to the world. Yes. And that we cannot be silenced because good people out there still believe in freedom of speech. So what happens? These people are becoming desperate. Vince, do you remember what I said when I said that the what happens when the deep state and the globalists become desperate when their backs are against the wall? Yeah, desperate actions. They Call will torch this earth before they ever give up power again. And guys, we are coming to that point. Now, look at the UFO disclosure stuff. I mean, sure. Representative Tim Burchette, he said the House Oversight Committee will hold a hearing on UIPs on uh, Wednesday, 726. He says we're done with the cover-ups. Then he also came out and said, uh, my UAP amendment will be included in the National Defense Authorization Act. My amendment requires the Department of Defense to declassify any documents and records relating to publicly known sightings of UAPs that do not compromise national security of the United States. Uh, I, I think he should have went a little bit further and said everything, just declassify everything. And there's a lot of stuff that they're talking about that yeah. is basically everything. So well, because, you know, they're just going to say, oh, well, it all can compromise the national security. Sorry. Yep. So going back into this, the UFO thing is big. Why? Because I've laid out for a very, very long time that you have two factions of the deep state. And the only reason there's two factions of a deep state is because they hold information that the other one wants. The Marxists had never gotten a hold of this high-level technology. That's why it was put in these deep, dark, black projects in third-world, uh, in third-party contractors so that these other evil people could never get a hold of it. Well, they started to basically press that button in the mid-1990s trying to get a hold of it. And I think that this is what actually led ultimately to September 11th, the Patriot Act, and so forth. And Barack Obama comes in and starts basically trying to get this stuff out of the black budget projects. And he does this by introducing that reverse engineering projects to the universities. And now we're seeing a full-blown push. Well, why do we want this full-blown push? Because if you can get this information out to the world right now, before this event happens, Right. And people see that we have highly advanced biosciences of virus creation and development of genetically targeted bio, bio, biological weapons of propulsion of of technology that gives us infinite energy. It destroys the globalists in one fell swoop. You have to understand that if you, if you can get this technology out to the surface as fast as possible, it destroys everything they're trying to do. It basically, if China made more progress than us on the reverse engineering of it, it basically makes it obsolete because now the world has it. Every country has it. And that's the important thing to understand why this push to get this technology out. So when we go back to Dong Jinwei, he brought terabytes of data. He was the highest ranking Chinese defector ever brought, uh, ever brought to the United States Included with him information showing that SARS-CoV-2 was man-made and leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In addition to evidence confirming that the People's Liberation Army managed to uh, manage the Wuhan bioweapons program and others while it was essentially ignored by the mainstream media. So he basically said that Fauci, the WHO, um, the NIAID were working with the People's Republic Army, PL or the People's Liberation Army in China. To basically build this bioweapon. 
Okay. They were working together to produce genocide on the world people. And they're not going to stop there. They, they will do everything that they can in their power to bring this world to its knees because they want to control it. Whether it's a thousand people controlling 500 million or 3000 people controlling 5,000, they don't care. They're going to bring it to its knees. Now, interesting enough that at the same time all this is coming out, we have this article that came out a, a few uh, about oops, actually this came out today, but the article was in uh, high level Reuters and stuff like that. China military claims to possess high tech neuro strike weapons that can disrupt brain function and man- manipulate entire populations. Three open source intelligence analysts uh, recently published a 12 page report titled Enumerating, Targeting, and Collapsing the Chinese Communist Party's Neurostrike Program. The report sheds light on the high-tech directed energy weapons that are being deployed by the Chinese Communist Party and the People's Liberation Army. The intelligence sources declare that the Chinese have established themselves as world leaders in the development of neurostrike weapons. Chinese military possesses directed energy weapons that can manipulate brains. The neurostrike weapons are able to attack and control human brains. According to the report, these weapons have the ability to disrupt brain functions and influence government leaders or entire populations. The weapons described in the report fire electromagnetic beams that disrupt a brain activity. These weapons may be used uh, as handheld guns directed at individuals, or they can be used in a large-scale attacks against a vast number of people. The report warns that the CCP considers psychological warfare and these direct energy weapons as a core component of its asymmetric warfare strategy against the United States and its allies in the Indo-Pacific. The weapons are designed to impair cognition, reduce situation awareness, inflict long-term neurological degradation, and fog normal cognitive functions. These weapons may have already been deployed in recent years. Over the past decade, U.S. diplomatic Personnel have reported severe neurological issues after meeting with Chinese leaders and other diplomats throughout the world. In fact, 2016, U.S. diplomats from the U.S. Embassy in Havana began reporting unusual illnesses after U.S. reestablished diplomatic ties with Cuba. These unusual illnesses included head pressure and vibrations, dizziness, followed in some cases by tinnitus, visual problems, vertigo, and cognitive difficulties. Some U.S. diplomats reported hearing loud noises and having unexplained pain in the ear. These attacks have been reported throughout the world. U.S. diplomats from Austria, Australia, Colombia, Georgia, Kazakhstan, Poland, Russia, Serbia, Taiwan, Uzbekistan, and reported over 200 cases of Havana syndrome. So neurostrike weapons will help accomplish the CCP's three warfare strategies. 2014, the National the Chinese National Defense University unveiled CCP's three warfare strategies to enable Chinese dominion over the world without using conventional military force. The CCP planned to use psychological warfare, media warfare, and legal warfare for population control. According to the three warfares, the CCP are launching direct energy weapons and psychological control mechanisms for the control of the public opinion. The blunting of the adversary's determination, the transformation of emotions, psychological guidance, collapse of an adversary's organization, psychological defense, restrictions to law. Their goals are to unify military and civilian thinking, divide an enemy into factions, weaken an enemy's combat power, and organize legal offenses, all of which can be accomplished with the help of neurostrike weapons, with additional neurostrike capabilities that can either damage, disorient, or even control perceived adversary cognition at the population level. The PLA Strategic Support Force would represent an exponential escalation in China's aggression in the Indo-Pacific, Three warfare's operations are already underway against Taiwan, Hong Kong, South China Sea, along with the Indo-Chinese border, the author, author notes. The mind control weapons are not off the table as the CCP seeks dominion on multiple fronts. Hey, Vince, how many times in the last yeah. two years have you felt like you were moving through 
Oh, sludge. All the time. Jello. Oh, yeah, all the time. Jello. Hmm. Uh, what was one of the first things that Donald Trump? What was one of the first things in companies that Donald Trump kicked out of the United States when he became president in 2016? Which one? Yahweh. Oh yeah. What's, what's Yahweh make? Uh, they make radio towers or electronics or infrastructure and stuff like 5G that. 5G antennas. Mm. If you had a directed energy weapon that was a neuro strike weapon, what would be the best way to transmit that weapon to a full population? Phones, gosh, for the current infrastructure, yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Is how would you amplify the effects of that neural strike weapon within a person? Bioweapon. What would you have to do to that bioweapon? Number one, you want to compromise the immune system. Number two, you want to put nano attenuators within that person's bodily system to basically amplify that, that signal within their body, yeah, kind of like graphene oxide. Oh man, I told you I was driving down the down the highway one day and someone tells me, hey, that, that building right there, that apartment building has had one of the highest death rates during COVID. And I just look over, I'm like, oh yeah. 5G antenna. Guess what's less than 10 feet away from that building? Exactly. 5G antenna right there at the windows. So I'm gonna start making tinfoil hats. I'm gonna be selling them for five bucks a piece. Cool. They work as Faraday cages. Dude, I, well I'm joking, but it, it's that goes serious. through my mind. How can I protect myself from these things? I mean, we've all got Wi-Fi in our homes and all this, and even that might have a negative impact on our physiology. So yeah, that's you know, call it tinfoil hat and yeah, haha. It's great, it's funny. But honestly, I think okay, do I need to Faraday cage a room? Safe house? Bunker? You know, they make um they make Faraday cage paint. You want to know the best Faraday cage paint? Lead paint. Lead paint. That's a conspiracy right there. Maybe they got rid of all the lead paint because they wanted their bioweapons to work. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not joking either. I'm not either. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Well, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Is we're we're yeah. not joking here. Is that lead paint is actually the best Faraday cage that you can have? And it looks nice. It's got a it sheen. Looks nice. <laughs> Did you know all government bunkers are still painted with lead paint? No way. Wow. All right. Futures dollars oil drop as the latest dismissal Chinese economic data. China's economy isn't doing too well. And as China's economy starts to go from boom to bust, guess what happens? They start getting scared. They start ramping up their agenda. They start moving on their agenda. Now, I, I don't want China to be the boogeyman. China is just a facilitator of the globalist agenda, agenda, right? Some of them. Right. Some They've of them. got factions there. Yeah. But guess what? They collaborate with people like the Biden crime family. They're all like, like the, like that woman said on uh, Ventura. What's his name? Jesse. Yeah. Jesse Ventura's Jesse show. Ventura's show. They don't have borders. They don't have all this stuff. It's like, it doesn't matter if they're Chinese, if they're American, if they're Ukrainian or Canadian or what. They're all, it doesn't matter. You're either good or you're bad. It doesn't matter where you're from. It's just your, the content of your character, right? Right. Well, it's good and bad everywhere. Guys, the reason I call this the firestorm event of what's happening, the poly crisis came out after I've been saying the firestorm event the jackpot, if you watch the peripheral, is because what they're going to hit the world with is going to be sequential. Boom, 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 boom. Bioweapon. 
financial collapse, global warfare. That's how the sequence is going to go. How do we know this? Why do we know this? Because that is the only way that you can take down the United States of America. And they have to get that out of the way before anything else happens. China wants to farmland. But is there a, a bigger agenda here? Is there like an alien agenda? I think there very well could be. But I mean, I'm going to leave that to the scope of imagination right now. I'm not going to jump too much into that. That's a more of a Friday night show or a Wednesday show that David and I will talk about this Wednesday. That maybe this agenda goes much, much further and that Right now, what we're actually seeing is not our politicians and some global elite, but a highly advanced alien race that is using a soft kill methodology on our planet to basically eliminate us and take it over. It's a very good possibility if you're everything you're seeing. Let's listen to this video clip. Janet Yellen, what, do we, what does she have to say about de-dollarization? Reuters. Thank you, Madam Secretary. Um, the uh, Russian uh, government has announced that the, uh, it, it will launch a BRICS currency in August. And I wonder if you had a chance to speak with the Chinese about that effort. You've spoken here and in, in other venues about not wanting to see any countries being forced to choose sides. This particular move would create essentially a parallel currency to the U.S. as the world's reserve currency. Can you? You know, that come up in your conversations, and you also talked about the um, head of the POC. The Chinese government has not yet announced that he will be taking place. Is it your understanding that Pan, Pan will take over as central bank governor? Thank you. So, on the currency issue, I just want to reiterate what I've said in the past, which is I think the United States can rest assured that the dollar is going to play the dominant role in international uh, transactions, facilitating international transactions, and um, serving as a reserve currency in the years ahead. Um, I don't see that role being threatened by any development, um, including the one, one that you've mentioned. Uh, I've said previously and would reiterate that um, because of the role of the dollar and its um, ability to enable us to um, implement sanctions, there certainly is motivation in countries around the world to find an alternative. But um, all the data of which I'm aware shows that the dollar is overwhelmingly close to 90 percent um, used in international transactions. And I don't think that there is a, an alternative that could possibly displace that for the foreseeable future. Oh, um, well. Well, thanks, Janet. I'm glad you had that 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 well thought out piece to say about the dollar. Um, unfortunately, it's none of it's true. That was all based upon lies. Now, let's think about this for a second. What is the BRICS currency that they're introducing, Vince? Do you know? Uh, not really. I know it's gold-based, right? Or partially oh, gold-backed. Say that again? Gold. Wait. The BRICS nations are going to introduce a gold-backed cryptocurrency. I believe so. Hmm. Will BRICS implement a gold-backed cryptocurrency in August? 
aside from speculation that hasn't uh, been official confirmation by any BRICS nations that they will either issue a new currency backed by gold or peg their currencies to gold anytime soon, although it's likely discussions are going on among BRICS nations to create a new currency. No agreement has been reached, and policymakers are denying that the new currency is soon to be launched. Current talk about the new currency suggesting gold standard will be an implementation in August at the next BRICS summit. Well, you just heard Janet Yellen talk about it, that she they're aware that the BRICS are going to launch this currency. And the Russian ruble is pegged to gold. And yeah. Russia is the leader of BRICS, and so is China. So guess what's going to happen, guys? Gold. What what was just called back from all the central banks into their, their home countries? Gold. It's gold. All gold. What, what is going to happen to gold in August? If this all goes down. To the moon, Charlie. To the moon. And what happens if the BRICS currency skyrockets in value because it becomes the peg of gold? Now, so, firstly, the BRICS nation is 72% of the global population. 63% of global trade. 23% of global revenue. What happens when the BRICS nations start using their own currency backed upon gold gold is going to skyrocket in value and it will immediately devalue the dollar okay so when it starts to devalue the dollar now we head into economic collapse territory when's the best time to launch this type of this strategic strike black swan event that we've been waiting for winter i don't know well fall i said between november and march coming and that's about the time that we should have all that that's why they're pushing the cbdc development right now that's why they have the fed now system you know one thing the fed now system does is it allows the federal government so you remember during covid when everybody was receiving checks from the federal government yep and you had to wait for it to be direct deposited mm-hmm. guess what the federal government just hits a button and that happens automatically now yeah and they, they could can also they can also take it out, but they can put the money in there as fast as possible into your bank account. Why would they yeah, want to implement that so fast? To probably give everyone cash and keep us rolling. Yep, that's right. So uh, Mike sure. Pence basically ruined his whole political career this last weekend in his uh, talks with uh, Tucker Carlson. I saw the clips, but does anybody actually care to watch all that stuff? All these candidates are jokes. What what did he do? <laughs> I'll, I'll, let me pull up the clip real quick. I call um, him Pence and the Fly. Pence and the Fly. Oh, by the way, I don't know if people saw this. I wanted to report this one too. Uh, attacks on infrastructure are absolutely happening. Massive explosion rocks at Dow Chemical Plant. This was in Louisiana, Blakemean, Louisiana. This was Friday. So. These attacks on infrastructure are still occurring, still happening. Pay attention, people. Uh, oh, a Florida county has declared that COVID-19 and the mRNA COVID vaccine are a bioweapon. This is Brevard County. This isn't a small county. But the, the Republican Executive Committee has passed a resolution in a landside vote to uh, vote to ban the mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. Do it. Good. Yep. Waking up. All right, let's listen to Mike Pence here. Completely ruin his whole political career and diminish any chance he had to even get 1% of the vote. I know you're running for president, 
You are, distra- you. You are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet, your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before. but Well, Mike, you've heard that routine from him before, and he goes on to talk about Ukraine. It's not your concern. The You're running for president with little chance that you actually have. And you believe that the state of America is not your concern. What's happening in the United States cities is not your concern. Tell us you're really not wow. going to win the presidency without really telling us you're not going to win the presidency. Well, unless they shove them in there and try to just have that totalitarian dictatorship disguised as a democracy well no mike pence is done uh and, and it's funny too because uh vivek surpassed desantis this week in the uh, cpac straw poll yeah he had a couple he's been doing good and uh some people like the things that he does i don't he's trust a stooge. him i don't yeah. either he's a stooge he, he's a plant remember when they wanted to infiltrate our movement that's one of them right there i believe so dude i get the heebie-jeebies from that guy yep According to reports, Russia has destroyed about one-third of the armored fighting vehicles supplied to Ukraine by the United States. At least 34 Bradley tanks have been taken out of action during Kyiv's counteroffensive. The vaunted Bradley fighting vehicle, which was touted as a potential game-changer when the ruling class of U.S. agreed to give dozens of machines to Ukraine earlier this year, have reportedly um, had trouble staying in action amid fierce resistance from Russian forces during Kyiv's counteroffensive. Bradley tanks have now been visually confirmed as having been abandoned, damaged, or destroyed. Terrible. They're going to keep destroying everything, dude. We do not have a good position in this war, and they just keep pushing it forward. Well, I I think that it's meant to be this way. Everything, you know, everything in the world, and this is maybe one thing for everybody out there, as a, a glimmer of hope. Everything is unraveling the way it's meant to unravel. Everything is happening the way it's supposed to happen. If you believe in God and God's plan and God wins, then you have to understand that everything is unraveling the exact way that it's supposed to unravel. Things are happening in the exact way that they're supposed to happen. Although they might be shocking, they might be emotional, it might be fearful and scary at times. The things that are happening are meant to happen. How do we know this? Because we can see the synchronicities. We can see the signs. The universe doesn't just blindly unravel the universe without giving you indications of potentially what's going to happen next. No, what we call synchronicities are the observation of these signs, these little subtle clues that are laid along the path of where things are heading and things that you should do to prepare for what is potentially coming. This show, for a lot of people, has been that. Why? I'm astounded by how freaking accurate we've been. I'm just mind-blown by, like, wow. Like, spot-on right. 
okay? And I'm not here giving my pat, uh, myself a pat on the shoulder because I'll you can go back to the other episodes. I didn't want to be right. I didn't want to have, you know, to be able to to, to look at everything and say this is what I see that's going to happen, and then it actually freaking happened. But this is what is happening, and it's because we saw the signs, we saw the indications, and we predicted what happens next, and we were right. And so, with everything that's coming about now. We have to understand that these other things are incredible postulations. But now you have Glenn Beck saying it, Tucker Carlson saying it, Dan Bongino saying it, General Michael Flynn saying it. Okay? Everybody but Trump is saying it. And he doesn't want to say it because then you're going to have real panic and fear. But he knows it's happening. All right, so... There's a lot of things coming down. It's going to be a shocking next 18 months. It's probably going to be some fear and panic. But you know what? This audience is prepared for it. This audience knows exactly what's going on in the world. And, and we're not scared of this kind of stuff. So we understand we know how to survive. And if, if you guys ever want to have another Sunday rendition of, uh, of Preppers and Survival on the Red Pill Project, let me know. Just need a speaker, a, present, a presenter, and we'll do it. Absolutely. Uh, this last weekend, Ukraine, or actually this morning, Ukraine uh, attacked the Crimea Bridge with apparent drones, killed two people and injured a small child. Russia has come forth and said that it is uh, talking, discussing on what they're going to do with retaliation. And so I bet you can expect some form of retaliation, probably supersonic missile strikes somewhere along the way in the next day or two. U.S. NATO weapons stockpile at dangerously low levels, according to a top U.S. Air Force general. General James Hecker, the commander of the U.S. Air Forces Europe and Air Forces Africa, made the remarks at the chief of the Air Staff's Global Air and Space Chiefs Conference in London. The Air Force general urged NATO allies to think seriously about their stockpiles. He quotes, I think it's very important that we kind of take stock of where we are in our weapon state across the 32 nations of NATO and we're getting where are getting way down compared to where we're supposed to be. And it's probably not going to get better. Well, not at least in the short term. That's an Air Force general warning NATO countries prepare for war. Another indicator, people. Um, Trump warns of Chinese global encroachment under the Biden administration. Well, no, no shit, Trump. I agree with you 100%. Is that the People's Republic of China is about to lose Joe Biden. He's going to be impeached. He's going to be removed from office. He's old and senile. The Democrats themselves are going to move in on him. So China has to work fast while they still have a certain level of control and influence over the United States. All right. What else have we got here? I'm just looking for news that kind of falls in this guideline of what we're talking about today. Yeah, there was a train derailment in the States. Oh, was there? Okay. Oh, yeah. Great train derails outside of Philadelphia, prompting level two hazmat response. People were talking about it. They're saying hopefully they don't just burn it all up, right? Like they did. Well, did you hear that... uh, 
trans swimmer Leah Thomas Thomas has come out as an Antifa super soldier. Yeah. Not surprised. Gosh. The brainwashed. Yep, the brainwashed. So sad. Yep, I just found that uh, the train derailment one. Uh, mysterious disease prompts checks on flights from North African country. Russia has ramped up health tests on arrivals from Egypt after Cairo reported an outbreak of an unidentified illness. Russia has introduced stricter health checks for travelers arriving from Egypt. Uh, this is some 250 cases of an illness were registered in Gwena in Upper Egypt, the country's Ministry of Health and Population said all patients suffered from mild to moderate symptoms, with none of them requiring hospitalization. The infection has not apparently displayed a unified pattern, with most of those afflicted, however, said to have fever, joint pains, and fatigue, and with conditions lasting three to five days. The ministry refrained from suggesting the exact diagnosis, stating only that symptoms are common in many illnesses. Uh, those with similar patterns include common cold and flu, as well as gastro and, uh, gastrointestinitis. Now, why is that last part? Oh, because one it, of the diseases, bioweapons, is a stomach virus or a... It's called an adenovirus, adeno, and it was actually yeah. positioned in the October 22nd, 2022 catastrophic contagion global exercise with the John Hopkins University, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the World Health of which a new virus comes out, breaks out an adenovirus and infects 1 billion people globally and kills 100 million people on the planet, 80% being children. And now we have a mysterious illness outbreaking in Egypt, 250 people, three to five days of symptoms, relatively mild, but we also have common cold, flu, Similar patterns of flu and gastroenteritis. Russia is working with the Egyptian authorities to assess the situation. Uh, it suggested the disease might be dengue fever, a mosquito-borne tropical viral viral in illness. Well, dengue usually causes only a mild illness. It occasionally develops to into more severe hemorrhagic fever, fever, and even shock. Russian tourists were urged to take additional precautions. In order to prevent infectious and parasitic disease transmitted by insects, it is necessary to take precautions. Wear clothes that cover the skin as much as possible. Wait. I could have swore, Vince, that someone said that mosquitoes would be the vector that would go out there and target specific genetic people in geographic regions who have been vaccinated to have a compromised immune system, which would produce various different epidemics in the It'll be a mosquito, but they'll say it's a bat or some other naturally occurring thing. Did you hear they're naming heat waves now? No. They're naming heat waves like they name storms. Great um, for the climate agenda. Yeah. Did you hear the climate agenda's new uh the new the new thing they're talking about? Uh I heard some bullshit, yeah. Well, Global heard... climate change is now affecting the ground underneath us, and cities are becoming destabilized. Oh, my gosh. I heard another line of bull. It was that uh, it's been, you know, like tens of thousands of years since we've had this temperature recorded in, on Earth. Hmm. It's been debunked. Yeah, it's already been debunked. 
Well, interesting enough that they're saying that uh, global climate change is also affecting the ground underneath us. And that cities are sitting on very destabilized ground. Well, you know what that's going to make them do, Vince? Shake everything up? (laughs) Well, what happens when a city becomes destabilized and they want to remove it to build a new city? Go back to our discussion last week. World War One, World War Two, Europe. It's convenient. It's like, oh, climate change got L.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How convenient. Oh, L.A. State. is probably the target because they've got that fault line. Well, too. Chicago. Chicago was the city they talked about in the article. Oh, wow. um, beef prices are set to rise. Uh, beef prices at the supermarket could rise in the near future as farmers contend with drought and high feed prices in Saskatchewan and Alberta. That's in Canada. Uh, the said dry conditions in the United States are making feed more expensive, resulting in prices tightening up across North America as well. So a very similar situation that we saw the last few years. Yeah, but that's the stuff I want to eat. That's right. And then the the makeshift uh, synthetic chicken is coming to the market. Americans are going to be able to taste synthetic chicken for the first time. Lab-grown meat made out of real poo. Not allowed to eat that stuff. So, guys, listen. There's, There's a lot happening. Okay? There's... There's things that are going to be outside of our control. We, we, nothing can stop what's coming. What, what's coming has to happen. You have to let it happen. Okay. Um, but to a certain extent, when it comes to our freedom, our sovereignty, our rights, our liberties, our country, our constitution, there's things that we can do. Uh, Jim Price was talking about this this morning. Get out there and vote in these local elections that are happening right now. They offer your elections, the mayors, the town boards, get them all red. Not only that, is a lot of counties have switched to paper ballots because of the distrust within the voting machines. This is a good thing. It's setting us up for 2024. But you got to remember that they will not, not allow Donald Trump or any America First candidates to come in there and begin taking over. They're not going to give up power. And so this means by November 2024, we're going to have some serious problems in this country. So you can expect things to escalate into more and more chaos over the coming months. The next 18 months are going to be more critical and incredibly chaotic for this country, especially with the things that become more and more exposed. And what I just ask for you is to go out there and be prepared. Now, one of the ways that you can prepare, and yep, this is my my bit for the night, is if you have 401ks, 4013Bs, if you have IRAs or you want to start an IRA or IRA and start funding an IRA, you can do that with Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. Just go to getgoldtoday.com. The link's in all the chats right now. Um, and and fill out that form. If they don't contact you within two days, give me a call. I will get a hold of them for you. Okay. But get some gold in your portfolio, especially if the BRICS nations come out with a gold-backed currency in August. You're going to want gold in your portfolio. You're going to want silver in your portfolio. If the central banks around the world are calling in all their gold reserves back to their home countries, there's a reason for that. Hence why you should probably buy some gold and silver. Um, If you go to redpills.tv, what we can do here is I'll kind of show you what I mean. Go to redpills.tv. That's our web address. It's really easy to find. And it does come up. There it is. Redpills.tv. This is our website. 
If you go up here and you click Red Pill Sponsors right there at the top, you click on that, it'll take you down here. Here's our sponsors right there. You have Secure Your Finances, Get Gold and Silver Today, Get Gold Today. You can also call Dr. Kirk Elliott, 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. We also have MyPillow right there. You can use that promo code RPP. That helps support us. Uh, Dr. Mark and Michelle Sherwood right there, uh, sherwood.tv slash redpill. If you're looking for that health supplements and all that type of stuff. And then My Patriot Supply, if you want to get those supplies that you need for your home, long-term food storage that has 25-plus year shelf life, water purification with the electric water purification system, you can click on that link or just go to redpills.tv slash patriot and get that stuff. Uh, if you guys want to support us, we got a few different ways to do that. There's some merch right here that takes you over to Rise Attire, some cool shirts that we have. You can scroll all the way up to the top right there. It says donate. There's a give, send, go campaign, a cash app, and then there's cryptocurrency. Those are three ways that you can help support everything that we do here and much appreciated for that. As well as if you go on over to the social red pill, you can just click that link, social red pill, go on over to the social red pill right here. You can also help support us on there with a subscription that definitely helps keep us alive and keep this stuff going, the content flowing. Uh, I wanted to give a big shout out to everybody who donated through the Battle of the Streams. This is between Rumble, Pilled, DLive, and Facebook. Alabama Lady out there is celebrating a 15-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Alabama Lady. Love the beach. Donated two ice creams, Grismo 7-3 lemons, Shannon 1313 5 lemons. Thank you so much. Love the beach. Grismo and Shannon. Shannon 1313 5 lemons again. Roxy E1 lemon and Bayonet 4 lemons. Thank you so much, Shannon, Roxy, and Bayonet. Hillbilly Jack Hill, five lemons. Barbara Lines Matter donated one diamond. Get my My Liar hat. <clears throat> Absolutely, Nate. Uh, thank you, Hillbilly. Hillbilly Jack Hill, Nate, and Bayonet. Uh, Black Jester 101 donated three ice cream. Grandma 5, Revolt Glory, donated three lemons. Still Bad 2 donated 100 gold pills. I love you guys. Thank you for the info. Thank you so, so much, Still Bad 2. Grandma 5, Revolt Glory, and Black Jester 101. And then Bayonet 5, Lemons. Uh, you know, guys, uh, with the social red pill, you also get the Zooms at the end of the night. So there's people on the Zooms right after this show with the subscription. You get access to that. There's instructions on how to do that. If you don't know after you get the subscription, you let me know. And if you're subscribed on any of the platforms, we can get you on the Zooms. So let me know about that. We'll get you the link out there. And the Zooms are really cool because people talk about a lot of these different topics, how they're preparing, what they can do, all this type of stuff. So please check that out if you're interested in supporting us. One of the benefits of that. Um, that's all I have for you tonight. Tomorrow is going to be the short night. We're starting the early show and then I'm doing, um, amp after hours afterwards. So, uh, Wednesday we have earth chronicles and then dose that night, Thursday, it's going to be a good show. Then Friday, we're still trying to plan. I don't have anybody to schedule guests for me. So it's just all on my own. So it's just kind of hard playing email relay with a lot of people get guests scheduled. I apologize for that. I'll work on that. Uh, next week, guys, we have the camping trip trip in Vernal, Utah. This is going to be fun. There's going to be, I think, about 10, 15 of us going. It's going to be a great time. I will be gone from Thursday till Tuesday. So we'll be finding maybe Jim Price and Vince or Vince and Roxy can take over the show, do the show between that time. Um, I don't know if I'll have good reception. If I do, I'll try to jump on maybe on an audio or something like that. Um, and then yeah, just – Got a lot of travel in the next few months, but keep your heads up, guys. Stay positive. Stay focused. Understand that, you know, all of this has to happen. You can't tell the people you have to show them, and this is why it's all happening. 
I'm not saying that we're winning. I'm not saying that they're winning. I'm saying that this is a war. There's battles being fought. We're winning some. They're winning some. But we control the domain of information. As long as we control that domain of information, we keep ourselves informed and educated on what's happening. We can prepare for what they do next. We can have the ultimate strategy. That is knowing your enemy's playbook and how they're going to strike. And so with that, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Have a great day. We'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me eye patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.